0: If you're a fan of the Slag Eye podcast and you want to just get a little bit more involved in this personal business that me and Ben get up to behind closed doors, you can get on over to patreon.com forward slash SlagEye Podcast. I realise when I say that it sounds a little bit more sinister than it actually is, but it's just loads of bonus content. It's a weekly guest episode, it's a weekly extra Slag Eye podcast, there's Dog Walks with Davy, there's early release episode of this podcast, and also now my stand-up special pillow talk is available for the higher tier patrons which is four pounds a month or if you just want all the bonus podcast content two points a month at patreon.com forward slash podcast and guess what there's more to come so get over there Join the party and we'll, we'll have a good time. The Sly Guy podcast live is coming to you this week, but only if you listen to this week's podcast on Thursday or Friday, because it's on the Friday, the 11th of March at the Strand Arts Centre, aka the Strand Cinema, that's what I know it as. It was not an art centre in my day, Now it was a cinema where you took girls on first dates, you had popcorn and you tried to snog them out the front. That's what went on in my day. And if you want to do some snogging nowadays, after my show, by all means, come along. But you better be quick it could be too late by the time I say this it could be too late, the show could be sold out there's not very many tickets left so if you want to come to the live podcast get onto the Google, type in Strand Art Centre and look for me because I don't have it anywhere you know, it's on my links and my socials but apart from that, just Google use Google, be a 21st century cool kid like me and find it that way live podcast get it into you, £10, bring your own let's party, my guests are Karen Bartlett and Aaron Butler, it's going to be naughty it's going to be frisky it's going to be x-rated that's only going to be available for the live audience and then probably down the line to patrons but ignore that Shh. if you want to see my new stand-up show bits and pieces live from the ulster hall on the 10th of september 2022 go and buy a ticket they're available now that's the only straightforward way to say it if you want to come and see me play the ulster hall this year go and buy a ticket from the Ulster Hall website, from Ticketmaster, just by following links on my social media, you can get it there. You can come see me. My brand new show, Bits and Pieces. It's kind of like it's a bit. It's a lump of marble right now. I've just got my chisel out. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just beating my chisel. Just beating my chisel. And if I just keep beating my chisel, hopefully at the end of it, there'll be some fucking sexy art for you guys. So if you want to just, you know, see me all beaten out like i've just fin- i've beaten my chisel too much i've just beaten my chisel i'm exhausted from beating my chisel bits and pieces will be there that it will be the product of me beating my chisel so if you want to see that come to the ulster hall september 10th 2022 for bits and pieces i bid you a fond adieu the Slag guy podcast is brought to you in association with chicka 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 bingo modest beer why I'm pointing over there is because Ben's put a little stylish edit on here to make the modest beer logo appear just right over my right shoulder. It's not really here right now, it's magic. Like, do you remember when Michael Fish? The, the weatherman used to just be like, Here, look, there's some fucking weather out here, and it was just a blank screen, and then they put the weather on it. That's the same thing, it's the same magic. I'm young Michael Fish, and you should try some modest beer because modest beer is tasty beer. I'm gonna tell you a true story about modest beer myself, my wife. And some of her family members went out for dinner last friday night we went out we had a delicious meal went to a few bars shot the shit, and i went to a bar in bangor it doesn't sponsor this podcast but it goes by the name of jenny watts who by the way jenny watt is a legend the banger a girl who helped hide goods from smugglers and just you know a, a real modern day heroine from the past no, she's, it, it, she can't be a modern-day heroine because she's from the past, but she helped, helped the people of Bangor. And Modester helping the people of Bangor too because there's a tap in Jenny Watts. And guess what? I drank some pints of Modest. And guess what? Did I enjoy it? Yes, it did. It was delicious. I hunted out the taste. I experienced it and it was delicious. And I recommend you try Modest Beer too. You can get it on draft. You can get it in tins. You can get it wherever it's sold. But if you want to know where it's sold and you want to know a little bit more about it, go to www.modestbeer.co.uk I was going to say forward slash iPod, but there's no forward slash on there. It's just straight up www.modestbeer.co.uk Or go to their social media handles, which are very, 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 very well thought up at ModestBeer. It's simple. It's delicious, it's modest, and I'm gonna keep trying to plug this as the new slogan experience the taste. Modest beer. Enjoy the podcast. I'm the Slag Guy. Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Slag Guy Podcast, where I am delighted to say that I have for for the first time in what seems like a long time been joined by the producer of the podcast, my other half, <laughs> Benny. The snake rat, Harbinson. Welcome back to the podcast, Ben. Do you have a mic lined up? Do you have yourself mic'd up or are you just an amateur? No, um, I remember to put a mic on this time. Nice remember You remember. Now, you, have you got over these these issues that you've had in the last few weeks? The legal problems are are okay? The court case has been cleared? You, you, you're you on parole? You can produce the podcast okay? I can, but I, I'm not allowed to comment on such matters right okay legal matters and all that. speak well welcome back it's good to have you you. I'm sure the guests who um, are watching on YouTube which by the way if you haven't already subscribe to my YouTube channel again I don't know what the YouTube channel is but Ben, can you put like something along the bottom, like a subscribe, like and subscribe, like and subscribe, put it right here, put a wee link that so they can do it, Ben do it, link and subscribe, like and subscribe, I don't know, I, I've been taking drugs, okay, before the podcast started, Ben came back from his court case, he said, listen, I have all this stuff that I need to get rid of, and I just snarfed it all up, like a big snarf monster, so I don't know what it was, is it poppers, is it ease? who knows, I'm on it, and I'm having a good time. But um, but yeah, it's good to have you back. Anyone watching on YouTube, my point being, we'll see a better quality of image. We'll see a better quality produced podcast. We'll see better color grading. Would you say better lens control? Potentially, yeah. Hopefully, better hopefully, anyway. Better like well, how? Like, let's get the mic up and let's 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 ask what what it is. What exactly do you do? Let's find out. What do you do? What do you do? Like, in in the, the look of the podcast, you tell me what's better about having you here. Than me just doing it myself. A lot of colouring, a lot of shaping up where the camera's gonna be.
1: Nice. Tidy up the edges of it, line up all the audio, put all the effects on the audio make it sound nice and clear
0: and crisp. And nice. Put in your well, I mean, you do, that, on the you do you do that anyway. But um what I mean is like whenever you're actually shooting it, why is it better for you to shoot it than it is for me to shoot it?
1: mainly because of the lens and my I put the camera
0: what I want to say see from like a director's perspective and a, and a DOP perspective I feel like the colouring that I do when I shoot it myself is akin to a Stanley Kubrick film now people might say it looks like it's been shot in the 1970s and I'll go yes but even at that I think I'm doing my best alright I'm doing my best in difficult times Ben I'm trying well. and now you're back and you've turned all these fucking lights on I have to wear a hat today covering to cover my bald spot to fucking bald and I hate how it looks and I get really self-conscious and also the reason is my hair was an absolute mess I've had a stressful day and I just had to put it on and now I realise I look like somebody that would definitely murder people at a truck stop in somewhere in Texas in America I look like a trucker I look like, I look like a trucker murderer don't I? don't it look like like say for example Ben if you were in a hot shower say you're a man who's been driving in the desert for a long time man you, you, you strike me as the kind of guy that would drive a car with leather seats if you lived in America but you wouldn't put those wooden balls you know those wooden balls that old men yeah. have you wouldn't put one of those like the wooden ball sheaths over your seat you would just let your arse get sweaty and then you go to a truck stop you'd have a wash but then bingo there'd be a guy beside you just looking in the shower and that'd be me with this hat still on you just needed like a dirty vest on and then that's locked look there you go and then hey by the time I finish driving for 18 hours I'll we'll say my vest will be pretty dirty so but hey by the way I didn't know a great deal I don't know why we're going down this tangent but I didn't know a great deal about truck stops generally do you know much about them in America I know they're, they're, a, they're a big deal out there no,
1: but I, I know I, with the ones on the way out of Belfast, I think that's kind of like... Well, like an light, apple green. The, the, the light version of Yeah, them. I mean,
0: I don't, I don't think it's the same thing, <laughs> an apple green, compared to... But no, I was watching, I think it was a Louis Theroux show, and like he had gone to one of these to have like a wash, and it was just loads of like essentially murderish-looking guy, which, by the way, murder in Irish looking guys just standing with wash bags and by wash bags I mean they're just plastic bags with some sort of butcher slogan on it and it's just got their gear in it and they just stand ready to go for a shower and a shit and like there's probably like 50 to 60 guys in a queue just waiting to get in and I imagine those toilets not very nice and like I know I could imagine a lot of bad things happening truck stops in America hate to tar anybody with a bad brush but are you going to look that up over there with your with your skills, pull it up, see what sort of. What do you want me to Google? Just fucking. Nasty tr- truck just stops truck, truck in stop. Tr- right into the truck stop murders. You know what would instantly make me not look like a truck stop murder? If I wore my hat like this, like Jasper Parnavic, the golfer. The Arsenal jacket, also. Yeah, well, listen, yeah. Arsenal are... I mean, I'm going to be be cancelled as an Arsenal fan here. Arsenal are synonymous with murders, you know. They've murdered many a dream of a young boy wanting to see Champions League football for the last few seasons, but we'll not worry about that. Any murders at the truck stop? Murders at the truck stop. Yeah, Motherfuckers at the truck stop, yeah. Robert Ben Rhodes. Robert Ben Rhodes. He, um, I mean, they have, have less names
1: he's behind bars
0: for three murders although to be fair what a name for a truck driver Rhodes you know what I mean that's fair there you go Robert Ben Rhodes he's apparently
1: well he's way for three murders although he believes he could have, could have killed up to 50 well so I mean why, have they, why is he not in jail for that I have no idea oh he chained, chained up, in, up inside the truck uh, Oh, inside the truck was a chained up nude woman with a gag over her mouth and a ter- terrified look on her face
0: like I mean, he looks like a gimp guy when you Google him. I mean, he's definitely... He oh looks God. like either he's a gimp or a member of the Legion of Doom, the tag team from the 1980s. But um, he's a truck stop killer. Yeah. Nice. I mean, he looks like somebody... He looks like... Put that picture up there. He looks like he's just cracked a joke and gave him a headpiece. <laughs> a face. Just like he's gone... <laughs> the classic give my headpiece smile from Robert Rhodes there. Um. Yeah, can you can you save that photo, please? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The trucks... You know what? Maybe we'll resurrect the serial killer in the podcast. We'll talk about Robert Ben Rhodes. Because, um, I mean, he's my kind of... I was going to say, and I, mean, I don't watch her phrase, I was going to say he's my kind of guy. I just meant he was into Gimp stuff, and we like to talk about Gimp stuff in this podcast. I don't mean because he's a murderer that he's my kind of guy. It'd be pretty weird if he, if he was... Um entirely but yeah I, I just all I'm saying is I don't think truck sto- was he a trucker was he or just a guy who murder people at truck stops to try to take them off a scent yeah, I think
1: he was in this
0: fashion yeah I feel like that's what I'm saying Legion of Doom or demolition look there but yeah he's the sort of guy you wouldn't want to fuck with but it looks like he's into that's doing true. some it looks like he's into doing some fucking but uh, you know maybe listen we do the guest episodes now so maybe if we can get him on the line on the zoom or something we'll get Robin Ben Rhodes on Robert Ben Rhodes and ask him why is it fucking deviant see who says that you stupid bastard but anyway I, I digress from the fact that I look stupid but I mean it was either that or this like uh, I've just had one of those days you know when you're leaving the house you're giving me jip you're like I need to be here I can only be here to record for 17 minutes today and I the podcast is at least 45 so you need to somehow get it all into that 17-minute period. Conveniently, you were 17 minutes late. Conveniently, I was 17 minutes late, yeah. But um, in my defence, I just keep I just keep getting mugged off. You know, our people seem to fucking enjoy it when I get mugged off in this podcast. And i, I tell you someone doesn't, me. Um, and my wife, I think I said last week's podcast, had COVID. So for like a week, she was just away from us, me and the girls, which means i was there with the girls which is listen and i mean this with only love in my heart my two girls are demons you know they to, to be looked after by one guy make less noise to be looked after by one guy is hard going i'm getting rid of that chair by the way that chair has going see when we move studios that chair has going can i have a bean bag instead do would you would you like a bean bag I think a beanbag would be quite loud to be fair. Yeah, well, we make I was gonna say like the word I was gonna use here would be like puff, poof, like puffish noises. No. I need to be careful if I say puffish noise. You know, like a beanbag to me, if I was to movie sound effects, I'd be like a beanbag's puffing around like poof poof. It's like walking on snow. Puff. Yeah, it's like puffing, isn't it? You poof in snow, don't you? You could do if you wanted. Yeah, well, it's just I'm happy for you to puff around in your Thank studio you. for sure. But um, I do have, I actually have a chair that doesn't squeak and I keep meaning to bring it, but then I don't stop squeaking. It'll be in your own ear. You'll, that's where you'll get it. Um, but yes, yeah, so she had COVID, which was very inconvenient of her to, to have. And then I'd look after the kids and it was stressful and we finally got her back. We were delighted to have her. And then today she was like, listen, I'm going to walk the dog. And I said, sweet, you go do that. I'll keep the kid because the other one was at school. And see, my one-year-old, I don't know if they go through a phase or not, but does your kid, Ben, go through a phase where they're just actually fucking demons? Like, she just screamed and screamed in my face from Catherine went to walk a dog until I had to leave with the child because something happened. They're normally like
1: that to one parent, and and you'll be like this child is in nightmare. Mm. As other parent walks in, and then there'll be an absolute...
0: But I didn't know what I didn't know what to do that with her today because she was just coming up to my face and screaming, and then trying to do stuff you didn't want her to do. So when I like, for example, you know, as we heating boxes, you have to, like put the heat on with you like pop it, pop up the wee front screen, and go bang, stick a heat on. Um, she was breaking that off the wall. As like, hey, don't break that. You know, it costs money. We need heat in this house, especially with like for well for maybe three minutes a day we're only allowed to heat on at the minute because to fill your house with oil or to pay for your gas in the house if you want to run your heating five minutes a day you know how much that costs for a week two and a half grand so this is the problem where I said you cannot break this heat box she got banged off well anytime I we took it off her she was like and I mean hysterically screaming like in fits I've seen for a while, like i my, my one-year-old is the exact physique of the serial killer from the movies, Chucky. She's the exact size of him, the exact build, everything of him. except. And she actually wears fucking dungarees like him too, this stupid wee perm-headed twat. But she was just totally freaking out. So anytime we took his off her, she's going all rigid with her body, like screaming. And then I just set her on the ground. She had a full tantrum. And that carried on until I got a phone call to say, I have a fall. I think I've broken my leg. And I was like, oh, my God this is terrible because again in a selfish way my first thought was she's going to be laid up again for another week and I'm going to be full sole responsible parent for these two fucking bastards of mine which to be fair only one of them's a bastard the other one's born in wedlock so not worry about that but um, I had to go and get her so obviously when you have to go and get your wife who's had an accident and like she was in a country park right so I had to go and get her. So my first protocol was, I'm not going to be able to get the big one from school. And he said, the big girl, I'm not going to be able to get the big girl from school. Um, but I had to ring my mom to be like, listen, mom, can you go and get get her from school, please? And can you take this baby before I kill her? Um, and I can go and try to just find, like, just try and find my wife in the middle of a country park. Just she's like, I've broken my leg. I'm here with the dog. He's trying to hunt me because he's on hate and he's banned from his uh daycare from just trying to shag. I think I said that last week, did I on the podcast? Did you listen? That the dog just got barred from daycare because he's just trying to shag everybody. Dogs, women, men, whatever. He's like he's like a young dog version of Prince. Just fucks anything, doesn't care. Um so she was stuck with him and then eventually located her and had to like help her walk the whole way to the car. Now, that was fine. See when I phoned my phone, my mum and again my mother great woman wonderful lady but as you've heard on a podcast and you've heard through my stand-up my mum panics a lot she panics everything's always slightly more dramatic than it needs to be and if you're in a situation like ben you know yourself see if there's a panic situation the best things to do what keep a level head not panic my mum Excuse me, where she collapsed? I'm like, I don't know. I said like, she hasn't collapsed; she's fallen. It's there's a difference. If you collapse, it's dramatic. And my mum's first protocol was, does she need the ambulance? And then before I answered, let me just go to find out. My mum went, or the air ambulance. <laughs> so my mum wanted to phone the air ambulance to so just call them in to try and find my wife who had a fall, which we haven't quite ascertained what the level of damage was. As we went down to find her, she could, could could weight bear, she could put weight on it, was sore, she was able to get up and walk. Can you imagine if an air ambulance had landed in a field beside the, a country park? And my wife had just walked over to it and been like, what happened to you there? Oh, I just turned my ankle. Drama. Like, the air ambulance, like, I mean, they come out, can, uh, let me see, can you Google the bear air ambulance? I just said the bear ambulance, which would be what I would need if anything happened to me. Can you look at the air ambulance to see sort of what 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 it takes to call the air ambulance out and why my mum just thought she could do it. Like, she's got to hook up the air ambulance. Like, reasons to call the air ambulance. I mean, see, I could probably just do this myself, you know? Might be... Might be easier. The air ambulance, Northern Ireland. What. What does it say? <laughs> ben, um, ben
1: Sniggering over there. So the majority of incidents they get called to involve patients who've been seriously injured in road traffic collision. Okay. Have uh-huh. suffered life threatening medical emergencies. Mm-hmm. Sustained serious injuries from accidents such as sporting or
0: industrial accidents. Uh-huh. So I mean Like serious air uh, like so basically listen. Can I see my mum? Hello, is that the air ambulance, mate? Not that my mum speaks, uh-huh. I guess I don't mind that voice. I'm Alright mate, is that the air ambulance? Um is that air ambulance? Yeah it is. My daughter-in-law's tripped up and her foot's a bit sore, can you come and get her please? You know, that's the level of but thankfully for me she wasn't. But then obviously when I got her to the car, you know what that meant? I had to take her to A and she thought she said when she fell she heard a snap. I said to her, You were walking in a country park, it's potential you could have landed on a Twig. Could be that noise. But thankfully brought her to A and E praise be the Lord in heaven above or whatever you believe I don't fucking give a shit um, she was okay and think it's just a ligament thing now she is in a lot of pain and she has um definitely limited her ability to help me out in the parent situation so I'm just going to be stuck with these two All, and, and you know another thing it means I have to just walk the dog always anytime dog needs a walk I have to do it for the foreseeable and as much as I love that dog sometimes it can be fucking arse walking him but there's no way, no way, I get out of it now. So,
1: mm-hmm. it does mean potentially more dog
0: walks with Davy. Yeah, but you know what? The thing with dogs walks with Davy sounds so fucking terrible <laughs> that I need to try and figure out how to make it decent. Do I don't know what I've done with my fucking AirPods? But it sounds atrocious. <laughs> like it sounds like I'm on the phone with people, which maybe some people like. Like a lot of people do like those episodes, and they do go kind of funny. But yeah, I need to upload a couple with my new skills I've discovered on uh, on sound editor yeah mm-hmm. it's
1: a good reason to sign up though to, to listen to how good or bad the sound is yeah
0: but I mean if people are listening to the U on that chair over there I don't think they'll ever listen to my sound ever again because that, that's a, I have done all sorts I've put lube in that chair I've put WD-40 on that chair I've tried to stop squeaking and the some bitch will not stop squeaking pretty sure
1: it's not been picked up
0: well if it is yeah, Let it, us know. But it I, always got picked up on this one. See, when I was sitting on it, it was always squeakety squeak.
1: But you were sitting on this one beside your mic that was on. Yeah. Well, this mic is now turned off.
0: Oh, well, listen to Mr. I'm a producer. Fuck off. You're, I'll do it myself <laughs> with my Stanley Kubrick 1970s grainy footage. Um, or if you listen to the Mickey Bartlett episode on Patreon, apologies. I don't know why I fucked the audio on that. I will blame Aaron Butler for that because he was in Touching My Box... And then after he touched my box, the fucking, um for the Psychic Glenn episode, it just didn't fucking record the next time, so I blame Butler for that one. But I'm sure he'll probably say it's something to do with the fact that I'm a technophobe. But obviously that's what they would say. Um, We'll see where we're at, anyhow. but you be pleased to know she's alright, she's at home with her foot up, I'm in here chilling, it's all good, we'll get there. I also, shit, meant to do a plug at the start of the uh at the start of the episode about where I'm doing gigs this week but I didn't I'm in Puga at least on Thursday and I'm in Galway on Sunday so if you're a, if you're a Galwegian I don't know if that's what they call them I don't really care but you can go and watch me in Galway and what's nice is this will be the first gig I've done in Galway where I'm staying down normally I would just go do the gig go home but I'm going to stay down I think Colin Geddes and I are going to a, a spa hotel sorry to interrupt your mm-hmm. plug but that, that was right Galwegians? that is that's what they're called there we are. The mm-hmm. Galwegians, come out. Come out, you Galwegians. I was, was going to do this, to be like, trying like be like the Pied Piper Crumlin or whatever the fuck. But, um, yeah, come out and see us. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to stay in a spa hotel, Colin and I. are just going to spend a lot of time in the hot tub together. Just a couple of guys sh- shooting the shit in the hot tub. So there you go. A lot of fun. Uh, that's probably what I'm looking forward to more than ever. Now, well, I feel a little bit guilty being in a spa hotel with my friend whilst my... Uh, Wife does have no leg. I probably, I probably don't give a fucking second thought of them. Honest, <laughs> I'd be like, "This is what you deserve for having COVID and leaving me with two kids." But um, yeah, I wish her a speedy recovery. Listen, if you if you're listening, love, oh, I wish you well. Hope your leg recovers. And um, people, people probably say, "Why did you not just say it to her when you go home?" I like, to, I like to speak to her through the medium of podcast, which I also find weird that my like my wife is one of these people who you know without, without being sly hates me like she hates all the stuff I do she hates my podcast she hates my stand up she hates the videos I put out yet for some reason she listens to my podcasts all the time and I don't know why she does that Ben you know I think she's glutton for punishment you'd think you would get enough of me wouldn't you if you live with me but alas not um, there you have it how long have we spoken for it feels like it's been about 25 minutes
1: it has been 25 minutes
0: there you go. Like this is why I don't bring a, a watch on stage when I do stand up. I just know time. I just have a really good gauge of time and, and, and how to how to control it. <laughs> I'm an airbender. Or just drop the air, I suppose you can call me that too. But yeah, I think it's about time we got into listeners' questions this week. It's been a strange episode, I must say it, my, I've been a little bit up in the air this week and you know, I will go into more like boring details about other bits and bobs, but you know what, I don't wanna fucking bore people with shit. <laughs> you know, I've done a lot of work this week, I've done a lot of stuff, um a lot of writing stuff, I've done a lot of rewrites on things and uh we're gonna be shooting something next week. Who gives a fuck about that? Like you guys don't tune in to listen to how excited I get about stuff, you know what I mean? So let me just go through listeners' questions and then we shall We shall carry on. Oh, by the way, let me just say, I've just gone on Instagram to read to read uh, the questions and I've just seen a really majestic picture of Mark McCartney and I just want to point out how great he looks in it just a young stud lot of hair about that face a lot of fun great guy big fan of Mark McCartney, and I love to see him I love to see him with a smile on his face big shout out to Mark McCartney. Naomi Mitchell has come in with a question saying well this escalated quickly and I sent me a link to Reddit On though. No. Oh wow, listen, this is an interesting story. The wife on Reddit has opened a story, not my wife by the way, just to point out, the wife of the guy in question, because I can see that there's something here. I probably should have prefixed that, I didn't, I mean sue me. She said, I found out that my husband is storing sealed jars with diarrhoea. I only found this out a few years ago and I'm not sure how to deal with it, so any help is appreciated. While cleaning out the kitchen pantry... I was dusting a top shelf that I can't see on top of and I noticed the clanging of jars up there. So I got up the stepladder and found there were 14 jars filled with the brim of diarrhoea and sealed with lids. The consistency in the jars ranged from brown water to thick black sludge a mixture blended of, and a mixture of blended slugs. And the jars arranged in order from most watery to most viscous. I only know it's diarrhea in the jars because I made the mistake of opening out and the stench is unmistakably the same as what he leaves behind in the bathroom. The smell is so bad that I can still feel it burning in the back of my throat. My question is why did you not sniff it? Why did you taste it? I only live with my husband um I only live with my husband and he has a grim and gruesome IBS, his words and I'm lost for words as to why he would poo in the jars and kept them sealed. Um, do I tell them that I found it or do I just get rid of them oh no she's updated again oh shit after having a mini mental breakdown this week after my horrific find last week I feel I owe you an update first of all thank you for wholeheartedly to all who wholeheartedly gave me advice and encouragement and help I really appreciate it I apologise for the lack of replies but my life has just been flipped upside down I've been in panic attack mode all week Two days after finding my husband's stash of jarred shit, I decided to ask him about it. At first he winced and denied there was anything up there. So, <laughs> so I retrieved all the jars and laid them out in the kitchen counter and asked him again. Only he and me live there, so he definitely put them in there. I told him he denied that they're full of diarrhea this time and said that he had forgotten about them and that they're simply jars of exotic jams gone bad. I told him to stop lying and just tell me the truth. If he was pooing in the jars... Or not? Why was he keeping them? He finally cracked and got angry at me, asking what the big deal was. He wasn't hurting anyone, so he threw the jars in the garbage outside. He wasn't happy when he did this and physically tried to restrain me by grabbing my wrist and hitting my side. I didn't speak to him the rest of the day and holed up in the spare room as, as he had scared me. I checked the garbage later that day and the jars were gone. <laughs> he had taken them out and put them somewhere else. In this moment, I knew that he had... Cho- in this... In this moment, I know he had chosen jars of curdled turds over his own wife. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. My aim was to get the locks changed when he went to the work the next day and kick him out. But I chickened out of the idea. I asked him to give me some space. But then he said he owns the house and I live there for free. I more than pay for the rent by cleaning the house all day, washing his clothes, cooking his meals. I packed a bag throughout the next day and left from my sister's house in the night. Um, catching the last bus, um, as I don't have my own mode of transport. My sister's been great in taking me in, and the rest of my family, including my parents, have never liked my husband. My husband's tried calling and messaging me about a hundred times, but I can't ignore. But I can only ignore him right now, as a panic and anxiety attacks come in waves every time he tries to contact me. I will be filing for divorce, not because he keeps jars of fecal poop, but because he hurt me in trying to defend them. <laughs> There are possessions of mine at my house that I can't go back for, so I'll have to send my brother-in-law for me to get these. Apologies for the rambling update. There's a lot more to add, just but my brain's racing a million times a minute, and I'm just glad I feel safer now. I left my husband after finding jars of shit and refusing to get rid of them. There you go. I mean, that's definitely an interesting story. Ben, have you ever shot in anything other than a toilet? No. No.
1: No. I don't. I don't. Know. Have you ever shot in public? As in, like, in front of people like in public. In, like, a bush or anything? No. I'm, I'm very much a toilet door closure of a guy. Yeah. But, you know, normal, I suppose, in that Yeah. Sense. Well,
0: I am. Um, I mean, once, regrettably, I got really bad service in a restaurant when I was a very young guy, and I i pooed it into a napkin in the toilet and put it in a, in a pint glass. But um that was whenever I was young. You know, I didn't collect it and put a lid on it. And. Um, yeah, a lot of people have told me, and I do do realise now that was probably not an appropriate way to deal with bad service I received in this particular establishment. But, you know, if you drink Buckfast from six in the morning, there's going to be problems. Um, but yeah, I've never collected my own turds in jam jars and put them on top of the fridge. I mean, maybe, 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 maybe I'll start a don't know maybe if any listeners of Shat and Jars please do let me know and I just want to say Naomi you seem to have found this very quickly is that something you're into please let me know that'd be
1: another way of Patreon I think you could do like a weekly turd and upload that every week and just yeah like
0: how we should it would be put like a turd could you place a turd in my or could you place a turd Ben could you place a turd in my toilet no could you place a GoPro in my toilet and you could just see the turd as it's coming out and then we'll collect it all too and we can just we can just go directly into like a glass
1: jar and just it's, it's a lot less messy just have a glass of a jar and then the cl- just drop it in I mean I don't think I'm that accurate but you got get a wee funnel
0: you could hold the funnel we'll do that you, yeah, Ben will yeah, hold the funnel absolutely. and we'll do it that way we'll see how that goes Patrick Quinn has said, Is it fair to consider Colin Geddes as the Dr Dre of Northern Ireland comedy? <laughs> Obviously not. She and Todd is the Eminem and yourself is 50. The three of you, plus Mickey Bartlett, Patty McDonald, etc., have genuinely pushed the comedy scene into a really unbelievable level and deserve huge credit for that. On a side note, you all need to record a video acting another level freak me for charity. I mean, I don't think anybody in above list to do that. But yeah, I mean... No, to, say, to say, like if you're looking at Colin as Dr. Dre, I wouldn't say Shane would be his protege. Maybe Aaron McCann is more of a protege of of, of Getty, so maybe he's more like Eminem. Um, Colin if if Colin's Doctor Dre in terms of who am I, I would say I'm probably Barry White or something. I'm just like an older, you know, overweight guy with a sensational sensationally silk voice. Um Shane, if he was anybody in the world of music, would be um, I'm trying to think, I don't know I don't know who would champion the world of music band you've worked with him before who would you say would be most like one of the island boys the island boys there we go I'm an island boy yeah I could, I could see that he does have the same physique as an island boy um, and equally freakish appearance but no thank you for that Patrick it's your support um, is always well received and hopefully you're doing well out there in China hopefully it looks like I've seen some of your stories looks like there's lockdown over there It doesn't look like a load of fun hope you're doing well both physically and mentally and yes I'll pass that on to Colin that you've called him Dr. Trey I'm sure he will enjoy that in many respects oh no Chris Reezy's back Chris Razy Ben for, for for a man who missed the record last week asked me for my thoughts on paedophiles and rapists which I of course said love them obviously that was a joke Um, so if this question's on a part of that, I'm sure it's going to be pretty interesting. Let's see what the Riesmeister has had to say. If you came back as a ghost, whose life would you make a living hell? I mean, you know what? I'm a zen guy now, Chris. I've, I'm, I'm a relaxed dude. I try not to uh, let the haters get the better, better of me. And I wouldn't want to come back and haunt anyone in particular. But I would I would come back and haunt whoever was responsible for my death. Or my girls. If I died when my girls were young, I'd, pr- I'd come back and protect them by scaring away all boyfriends. You know, that would be it. Like, you know, the boys would just go to kiss my daughters and then my face would just appear in front of them. And I would, and I would use my mum's voice and go, Hello, mate. And I'd do that. And again, I'm going to fucking cry. Anytime I talk about fucking dying, it makes me sad. They want to die. Nicola has said what really gets you angry when you're driving I'll tell you what really fucking gets me angry when I'm driving see if you're driving long now it specifically happens when you're driving from Bangor to Hollywood you're going past Bend. you know what I mean where they turn off to go to the Dirty Duck Alehouse so when you're in a lane of traffic and then someone in front of you goes to turn right and then you end up slowing to a stop but you try to go past them so you try to indicate to go around because they're going right and the car behind you goes out first I think in that instance you should be allowed to pull your car into that car and cause a pylon and then get out and repeatedly punch that person's face until their face doesn't exist anymore. Now that may sound extreme. But it means it's only an opinion. Um, that annoys me a lot when driving. Also, I just sometimes don't get like you know when you park the lights and then the lights change and people say just wake off like they're fucking Lewis Hamilton and be like, oh I'm I'm so glad and then they stop at the next headlights and you're like. You got for it mate. well done, you know. I think I think generally people in cars are arseholes. I think, I just you know what, the more I think about it, the more people are fucking arseholes. People who drive cars are arseholes, cyclists are arseholes. Cyclists are super arseholes. Like hey, unless you go the speed limit on your bike, don't be on the road. Also, don't be on a footpath, because you got wheels. You know, I think, unless you're on your feet, you shouldn't be on the footpath. And will people go to me, what about people in wheelchairs and babies? Fuck them. If they can't walk, leave them the roadside. And I also got a problem with sea swimmers, as you know. Especially now, I don't like people who wear dry robes instead of just normal coats. Hey, unless you've just come out of the sea and you're naked with your titties and your dick out, don't wear a dry robe. Wear a fucking regatta coat like anyone normal. Um, John Joe, the master, has said, Master, John, JJ, you've spelt my name wrong. There's two T's in Elliot. Sort your life out. I don't know if you're a keen DIY guy or not, but I was doing a bit of DIY in the house this week and required some light to help me see into some nooks and crannies. Naturally, I asked my dad for a lend of his flashlight. What... it. What he brought up to my house didn't help with DIY. We certainly had a great time. But anyway, I'm just wondering what you, was your preferred screwdriver, Starhead or Phillips Flathead? I like a Starhead screwdriver. I find it fits in the majority of my nails. Whenever whenever you um, said flashlight there, I read flashlight, which I thought your dad brought flashlight to you, which, by the way, would be 10, time, 10, 10 out of 10 if your dad was like, there's a flashlight for you, son. I mean, hopefully you wouldn't use it after your dad. Rebecca's asked, what's the worst job I've ever had? and why that is tough you know probably was my slave labor job when i worked as a bar barman when i was like 16 because it was illegal i could pay like children's rates and i worked like 14 hours in a bar a day and i had to carry all the stuff around they were like just you do that it's cool isn't it pretend you're an adult and i was like yeah i love it when in reality i absolutely hated it More more than anything in the world wrong it was not a lot of fun um Questions, Brock, the brocodile has asked me. Mother's Day is coming up. What gift will you be buying for your mother and the wife? Um, well, I'll probably get. You know what? I'll probably get my own mum. It's hard to know what to get my probably probably Mother's Day is another load of wank. I'll probably just get her flowers and some fucking wine or something. My mum loves a drink, like so. Get her some booze and some flowers, and she can just fucking hold the flowers when she's pissed I don't, I don't know I'll probably get my wife she's not her one who fucking loves flowers and booze, so I'll probably just get her a lot of a ball of gin fucking bunch of daisies she'll just hold the, hold the flowers when she's pissed flowers are stupid aren't they ben? Like as a, what's the purpose in flowers other than wettings
1: I think they are meant to look nice and smell nice but they're extremely expensive or they're something
0: deer goes, and they die really quick or something just grows in the ground they're, they're like sea monkeys They cost too much and then they die. And then you're fucking left with just an empty fucking receptacle that used to store your hopes and dreams. Now they're empty. Is this something you need to talk about? I I used to have sea monkeys. In fact, I'm a liar. I didn't have sea monkeys. I babysat sea monkeys from a friend who went on holidays. I don't know what sea monkeys are. Are sea monkeys real animals? Are sea monkeys just like little... Are sea monkeys just like little pieces of like rice or something and then you put water in them and they grow in these things just float about are are sea monkeys living beans Ben are they what what have you found out sea monkeys are <laughs> my google
1: are? search doesn't help me are sea monkeys actually alive sea monkeys are both living and a manufactured
0: product Sea Um, monkeys are both living and manufactured, but people say that about Terminators, the T-100s and T-1000s. Um, But what I want to say about that is a friend of mine left me his sea monkeys at the time. He treated them like a regular pet. I thought they were a regular pet. I sat them for some reason, topped my TV. I had a flat screen TV back in the day, right? But you know when you had flat screen TVs? Had backs to them, but the screens were flat, so it was like that. It was quite big back, and um, for some reason, I wasn't looking at what I was doing. I knocked in the sea monkeys, I poured all sea monkeys down through the w- electrics of my television, I destroyed my television, killed all the sea monkeys, and committed genocide basically because I killed hundreds of these sea monkeys. They're neither dead or alive. Do I want to know more about what sea monkeys yeah, are? Yeah, please tell me
1: more about sea monkeys. So they were invented in the 1950s. 1950s, okay. Um, they're an artificial breed of brine shrimp. Right, okay. They spring the life once more touches them. And believe it or not, despite their name, they're not actually monkeys.
0: Well, why are they called monkeys? Why aren't they called brine shrimps or something?
1: It's I suppose a, it's more marketable. It doesn't really sell
0: it. It's more, that. More, you know, would, you, would you like to buy some brine shrimp or would you like sea monkeys? Oh, sea monkeys. Yeah, I get that. Um, wow, this is a good question to finish on. Jamie Harrison said, Hola Chica, if you had to become an inanimate object for a year, what object would you choose to be and why? The answer to that question is simply a sea monkey. I would become a sea monkey to find out what it was like to be a sea monkey. And I would go by the name of Davy Sea Monkey. Which, by the way, is a great name. Maybe that's the name of my new podcast, Davy Sea Monkey. There we are. Guys, how long have we been talking for? Just over 40 minutes. There we are. You know what, guys? Sometimes in life you think you're going to get a long one, you have to take a short one. You know, cut a check or suck a dick, as the granny would say. Guys, enjoy your week. As I said, check out all my fucking stuff. Follow me on social media. Come to see me at the Ulster Hall. Patreon it. Some really cool guests coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. And you know what? Just take care of yourselves. And make sure that you... Wash your hands and your genitals regularly. And that's all I got to say about that. Take care. Adieu. I'm the Slack Guy.